All right, I'm gonna start with my background. I originally went to college to become a teacher. And after getting through that process, I had a minor in uh, chemistry and I was working on molecular and cellular biology, I went into student teaching. Loved the kids. And it didn't matter, K through 12, loved the kids. But the problem was parents. And I could see that after 30 or 40 years in this field that this is going to be a problem. And I know myself best, so I decided that I would go back to school and finish my other love, which was molecular and cellular biology. Cell biology just always fascinated me. Looking in microscopes and doing experiments uh, always made it interesting to me. So after that process, um, I really found a love for as molecular cellular biology is physiology. So I had to get another degree in human anatomy and physiology. And that was just where my heart was. And so I went out to get a job. When I went out to get a job, uh, I would not make the same amount of money if I decided to flip hamburgers or work at a convenience store. So that was a little bit disappointing. I have all this knowledge in my head and uh, I have no way to pay back student loans. So I had two wonderful professors at the time and both of them encouraged me to do different things within my uh, education or skill set or do a re research project. Uh, just kind of think. We sit down and think what can we possibly do and what might be the outcome but this is a possible issue that we want to look at and um, so they were open to many ideas. Uh, one of them was just there. Uh, she was a professor emeritus and she had worked on the polio vaccine. So she got to tell me stories but she was very fascinated in the emerging ideas uh, of what's going on and the other professor she was a microbiologist at heart and we could talk about even the the smallest molecular things and go off in tangents so each one of them let me come into their offices when i wanted to i got to do experiments when i wanted to uh, i got to work in their uh, labs when i wanted to or set up experiments based on that so it was a nice fit for me so they both decided that i needed to go to the university of kansas in the Department of Pathology under Clinical Laboratory Science because that was a good skill set for me. So I went there and I learned and they kicked my butt and I learned and I learned that I really really liked it. And so anything that comes out of the body goes to pathology whether it's blood, spit, hair, tissue, it goes into that. So made it interesting for me. So that's where I worked. I stayed in that field and at the same time while I was in that field, I was also coaching cross-country tracking uh, and field. And at the time, I was also interested in this thing called kinesiology. How do we muscle test? What does this mean? Uh, does this mean the muscle's strong? Does it mean the muscle's weak? What if we change the position of the test? What if we change the posture of the test? What if we change the time of day? We change it at a different time. And then uh, somebody told me about frequencies. Well, frequencies make sense to me because every cell has a frequency that we'll talk about later today. So that's what I want to talk about is getting to this process. So in the sports medicine world, I had a hundred kids. Well, if I can do some basic tests on them and they get hurt, let's see them jump, let's say a long jump or a pole vault and they're hurt. What do we do with them? Is it temporary? Do I need to send them, can they wait till tomorrow and maybe get to a pediatrician or a primary care doctor? Or do we need to send them to the emergency room now? Well, 
with what I had learned just on basic kinesiology and what we knew about frequencies of the body, I was able to tell parents, this is what we're going to do. You know, I'm not fixing it, but, you know, we can wait. Uh, we're okay. Let's sit and watch it or go on. And we use that information today. So while I was in this world, um, I came to a great understanding that for the most part, and I am not against medicine. I think emergency care is great. Please hold. My dog is uh, doing something. How the hell do you... All right, so what I understood that working in pathology is that we had no method for prevention. While we say prevention, uh, hey, let's not drink so much soda. What are we really doing about it? Nothing. Not a lot. Not a lot to make a big impact. Not a lot to... I mean, these people were coming in again and again for similar conditions, and most were preventable. So while emergency care got them back up and moving again, we're going to see them. And we're going to see them a lot. And it's just going to grow. So it became more of a frustration than anything. Is that this patient's coming in again and they won't do anything about it. So uh, I don't know if I want to be in this world. It's not that I'm not against helping them. But you kind of got to help them. They can't get away from themselves. I want to help people who want help themselves and I'm willing to go the extra mile for those who do and so I was introduced to a particular technique called uh, biosystems integration and uh, the doctor then invented it as I went and talked to him he said well you just have to have a license to diagnose it doesn't matter where you go uh, he goes I am a chiropractor at heart but I like all the rest of it so you do what you want and we will uh, work with you so so at the time, I decided I was going to go to chiropractic school. And as I went to chiropractic school, we had our first day of class. And my first day of class, the professor was talking to us about us about uh, philosophical understandings in the chiropractic world. And um, after about three hours of hearing bone on nerve, uh, I raised my hand. Now, luckily, my wife decides that when I raise my hand, uh, she knows that there's a question with a question. And she's very good about putting my arm down so it doesn't need to go but in this particular case she wasn't there so I raised my hand I said I, I appreciate I understand the bone on nerve theory and that's really what it's called bone on nerve theory I said but uh, I'm sure you'll get into it that that's not what basic physiology is when you have this you have this response or that response and so we're just getting the concept but what you're but my misunderstanding, and I'm having a hard time with the concept, is that uh, all disease is caused from a bone out of place in the nervous system. And I go, and that's going to be our mantra for the next four, four and a half years, five for some, um, that we will be evaluating bone motions. And that's it. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's, what we're, that's what chiropractors do. And I said, okay, I got it. I'm, I'm with you. But again, I'm having some trouble understanding because as I understand, there are only two things that cause a bone to be misplaced or out of place or rotated in a certain way. It doesn't have to be done. So one, one of the things is blunt force trauma. Well, so we have a hip or a shoulder that's dislocated. Okay, that's out of place, blunt force trauma, or you can have an accident of other sorts. Um, 
And then uh, there could be muscle imbalances or muscle weakness, and that muscle can cause that joint to shift. I said, so we only have two things. Yes. Okay, but what I understand is that there are 35 known factors that affect muscles. And then there's really more than that because inflammation will be one, but there's multiple sources of inflammation. So while I appreciate the theory part of it, why is there no course curriculum that functions, uh, that looks on muscle function? And I got the, you don't know what you're talking about, go on. But that, that bothered me. Uh, so I had to figure out, well, what am I going to do and what am I going to learn? And I need to kind of go through the hoops as a, as a good student would, but at the same time, that's not what I'm going to do. So we made it through. And uh, as I got through school, uh, for the fifth time, I decided I didn't know enough. So as I start my practice, I'm already integrating things. And interestingly enough, I was already doing functional medicine before functional medicine was around. Not that I created functional medicine. There's extra stuff with functional medicine. I'm sorry, Diane. My dog keeps bringing in a squeaky toy right when I'm trying to record, and then she opened the door. I mean, just come on. So anyway, back to um, chiropractic school. So we got done with chiropractic school, and I decided I didn't know enough. So I went to um, a diplomat program. So in the chiropractic world, we have seven different diplomat, pro diplomat programs, and you get to go over for about three more years, whether it's pediatrics or radiology, and the one I chose was chiropractic internist. Now, in the world of chiropractors, there's about 90,000 chiropractors in the United States, and there's less than 400 that have ever gone through this program. So uh, it is taking it and what we're looking at and going um, in very in-depth detail. So for instance, I've done enough pelvic exams and prostate exams and breast exams and uh, worked through the cardiology courses that I don't need to do them. Somebody does them all day long. but if I need to send somebody, I'm looking for those things that would take, they need to have that type of exam. So I use that information and when we need to integrate and when we need to refer um, as a base for us. And then uh, I further my studies in this system called biosystems integration, which also integrates uh, different parts of kinesiology, different parts of what's called clinical kinesiology which is, uh, if you've ever seen my hand move in a certain way, it has different parts of acupuncture, has integration of what's called uh, CMRT, uh, which is also sacral occipital technique, which is the, we'll call it the doctor version of what's called cranial sacral. There's extra things to learn as you go through it. I also went through sports medicine uh, training, finished all that because I still was coaching, and that made sense for everybody at the time, and of course, metabolic evaluation and testing. So. Uh, when a doctor comes and says, you know, how are you different from the other people? I have a little spiel that I have. I just I help people with the management and resolution of their condition by integrating feedback that utilizes muscle response testing of the nervous system. So we apply your motor and sensory nervous system by touching or moving the areas in distress. Your nervous system under stress or miscommunication or trauma or any other related issues inhibit muscles that cause them to be weaker. So this weakness could be a time of day, it could be activities, it could be postural, change of posture, change of time, with or without food. And what we know is when we have the proper correction, we restore strength and balance and reduce pain to the inhibited area. Now there's a difference in what we saw, say restoration because it's not repair. That's what the orthopedic guy does. 
they repair it. It's broken, they put a plate in, it's now repaired. Is it restored to its original function or any function at all? Not usually. That's why they send them off to physical therapy. And then after a while, they usually get to come to us. But we should be involved immediately in that process because you can repair a car, but eventually you're gonna have to replace it. You don't get to replace yourself. You need to restore it. And that's part of why we get into the, the genetic side of things, but I haven't gone there. So most of the time you have pain is because there's a, uh, joint deviation. One muscle's doing all the work and the other muscles aren't doing anything. It's working all the time. It's going to create heat, which creates friction, which creates inflammation, which is going to create pain. So in my world, we go adjust a bone. Um, not, not in my office, but in my world, they go adjust a bone. And again, back to that very first day of chiropractic school. If I have a bone in one so the bone is in water, which is 78% of your water. And I walk up to it, a canoe. It doesn't move that. 